What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 11. That's right, we're beyond double digits now. 10 last week, 11 now. I'm calling all craft beer. It is the, uh, is this the first episode? Oops, yeah. First episode of, no, second episode, I believe, of 2019. So, let's get the show on the road. So, to start off today's show, I am excited about this. I don't know, those of you guys that, uh, pay attention and actually follow us on the Calling All Crap Beer Instagram page, know that I put out an in search of for Hop Butcher, um, their double blazed orange milkshake, double IPA, and I got it. I'm so excited. Uh, one of our uh, friends of the show, someone who's become a brew buddy of mine now, Andrew, up in Chicago, shot us down a nice little porch bomb. And included with it was one can of double blazed orange, which I am about to pop live on the show right now. Here we go. Oh, love that sound. Got my uh, iced glass here. Nice little snifter. Let's see what we got. I can smell the citrus already. Mm. It is just dripping off the can. And hot damn, I am not disappointed. This is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So the nose initially is a little bit orange. You catch a tinge of vanilla and as the head kind of subsides it becomes more of an orange and then you kind of lose the nose a tad but on the initial impact that is cream sickle in a can I mean it has a tangy orange bitterness to it with a phenomenal orange flavor Vanilla finish. The mouthfeel is just creamy and delicious. I am in absolute love with Double Blazed Orange from Hot Butcher. You guys are off the chain. Phenomenal. Hot Butcher for the world. Check them out on hotbutcher.com. Hot Butcher on IG. We have a couple more of their brews to review later on in the podcast, but... If I had to give this a number rating via untapped right now, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm going with a 5.0. I don't believe that there is a weakness in this beer. The balance is perfect. It has just that right amount of bitterness with kind of a sweet finish and that vanilla hint on the on the back end. That creamy, creamy mouthfeel is every bit a milkshake IPA. And I am just so glad that I put out the in search of for this and hooked up with Andrew up in Chicago and was able to get one of these because it is absolutely phenomenal. And it just keeps getting better. 
That is, this is a beer that I honestly believe my wife, who is a <clears throat> um, <laughs> Miller Lite, Michelob Ultra, you know, uh, I honestly believe that I could get her onto this because she's a creamsicle fanatic. And it is just, I mean, like I said, it's like a milkshake creamsicle in a can. You know, obviously it has a hoppiness to it. You definitely get the, uh, you definitely get the bitterness from the strata hops. You can, I think, I honestly believe that I'm getting more, more aroma from the citra. But it is just, I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to do what I can to try to get a couple more cans of this stuff and save them. Well, not save them. This one was actually canned on 1217. <laughs> Aren't you glad it's a double? Now... Let's go into detail about this thing. So it's from Hot Butcher around the um, <clears throat> Hot Butcher for the World, Chicago, Illinois. Double blazed orange. It is brewed with Citra and Strata hops. It's a milkshake double India Pale Ale brewed with oranges and vanilla. Nine point five percent alcohol by volume, and it is just absolutely phenomenal. You get the juiciness from the oranges. You absolutely have the creamy vanilla. And it's like a creamsicle in a can. I mean, it is just. It's like an orgasm in your mouth. All right. Maybe that's not quite <laughs> how I want to put it. Some of the ladies out there might be like, what? That's gross. It is delicious. Absolutely. 100% phenomenal. 5.0 on untapped. Absolutely. I haven't rated it yet, but I will. just amazing i love it very very happy so you're going to use this episode to kind of dive into andrew up in chicago very 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 appreciative of this young man um helping us out here on the podcast and sending us a chicago porch bomb and what i'm going to do is i'm going to break down the five brews that he sent us it was pretty cool we actually got one from alarmist brewing one from energy city brewing and three from hot butcher and uh Seems as though we've made a, a, a cool trade buddy from that area, so we sent him up some good stuff, and uh, I'm just thrilled to kind of hear some of his uh, reviews on some of the stuff that we sent his direction, so we'll save that for a later podcast, but what's really cool about this, again, this this uh, double-blazed orange from Hop, Hop Butcher is just... It doesn't... A lot of beer will... As you kind of get used to it, you lose some of the notes, and I'm not. I mean, every sip is vanilla, orange. It's just creamsicle, and I'm in love. It's phenomenal beer. Definitely encourage you guys, if you're in the Chicago area or if you're not, and you have potentially a beer buddy out that way, please, please, please try to get your hands on some double-blazed orange. Absolutely phenomenal. Probably my... I would, if I had to say it's the, my favorite beer of the five that he sent so far. Um, well, can't say so far because I finished them all. So five, favorite beer that he sent. But it's definitely running neck and neck with uh, the first one we tackled out of the package, which is called Alju. Uh, Leju, sorry. Leju is <clears throat> a golden hop winner from Chicago from Alarmist Brewing. It is one that, to be honest, one of my New Year's resolutions was actually to... 
my brew year's resolutions <laughs> was actually to stop being such an ABV snob. Because what I had, what had happened is I had gotten so accustomed to craft beer that I was pulling away from anything that was like below 7% ABV. So honestly, if I would have walked into like a Total Wine and picked up some beers or my local craft beer place like Craft Brew Cartel or Flipside, <clears throat> Polish Top or something like that, if I would have picked up a brew and looked at it and saw that it was below 7%, I'm like, ah, no, 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 that's no good for me. Um, but what I've learned is that with the way that these craft breweries are putting together these phenomenal brews, the ABV really doesn't matter. And I'm going to be honest, I mean, I've had some brews that are mid fives, high fives, low sixes that have hit me pretty hard and been like kind of amazed at how I feel after drinking one of them. So, but let's talk about Leju from Alarmist Brewing. Guys, hands down, the absolute best New England style hazy IPA I've ever had in my entire life. 5.8% ABV, so it's not a super strong brew, but I don't, you know, everybody has a different palate spectrum in terms of what they're looking for when they drink a, an IPA, a hazy IPA. I'm one of those people that really, really enjoys that um, bitter snap right off the hit, and then I enjoy a finish of sweetness. That's exactly what I got from Le Joux. Le Joux hits your tongue and hits your taste buds with a bitterness from the hops, but then as it cascades over the taste buds, you it finishes with a sweetness. It is absolutely juicy. Hazy as all get out. Um, and it's just, there's nothing, there, I have absolutely nothing bad to say about it. The balance is perfect. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal um, offering of a New England... IPA. Absolutely the best one that I've ever had the pleasure of drinking. I'm hoping that Andrew can shoot me down a couple more. Um, we've talked about a new package coming down possibly in the next couple weeks, and that is one that's on my request list, and I'm praying that he's able to, to get some of those for us as I continue my double-blazed orange. Mm, so good. I mean, there's you don't even have a clue that this beer is 9.5% ABV. It is, it's literally like drinking a creamsicle in a cup, but it's just phenomenal. Wow. So back to Leju. Um, there is no question in my mind why this thing won the award that it won up in um, up in Chicago, the Golden Hop Award. Amazing. I mean, the brew was absolutely fantastic. There's nothing I would change about it. And I am uh, thrilled at Alarmist Brewing for putting together a package like this and just delivering a final product that I mean it, there's nothing I would change about this brew absolutely phenomenal second one on the package um, that he sent down was Energy City Brewings <clears throat> Pineapple Nawi Milkshake IPA I'm hoping I'm saying that right because it's got like this Hawaiian-ish theme to it and to be honest with you guys we don't get a lot of milkshake IPAs, lactose style beers and stuff like that down here in South Florida. So that was honestly my first, what I would consider a real milkshake IPA. I've had some from down here that have called them milkshake IPAs and it just doesn't have the creaminess, doesn't have the mouthfeel that you're looking for from something that should be called a milkshake IPA. You know, like right now I'm drinking this double blaze orange and the lactose is, it gives it a creaminess. It gives it a body that feels like a milkshake. And I've had some down here prior that you just don't get that. And even though they call them a milkshake IPA, it just doesn't hit you the way that it should. So, 
Energy City Brewing, Pineapple Nawi Milkshake IPA. Great beer. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the pineapple is not overpowering, but it's definitely there. It was just one of those beers that you you didn't want it to end. You know, it was very similar to the Double Blazed Orange. Not quite as phenomenal on the total spectrum. I definitely could have used a little bit more flavor. Um, I feel like the hops were a little overpowering at times, but I also feel like, like I talked about earlier, how some brews, as you continue to drink them, you lose some of the flavor. I kind of felt like that. You know, I felt like I lost some of the pineapple flavor as I continued to drink it. But, I mean, just beautiful mouthfeel, nice and creamy. Um, and it, was, it, it just went down so easy that I really, really, really enjoyed it. That was one of the actual... There's a couple other Energy City brewers up there in Chicago that uh, I talked to Andrew about as well. They have a peach one. I don't even want to attempt to say it. Habib, hababa, something like that. They have a s'mores um, stout that I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about. They actually have a chocolate vengeance. Um, it's a chocolate I double IPA, and I would love to absolutely love to try that milkshake IPA. So um, I think it's called Milkshake Revenge or something like that. But <clears throat> I would absolutely love to try that. So hopefully that's on my wish list and seeing if he's able to grab some of those for me. Um, the finish on with the lactose, you definitely get some lactose that settles at the bottom of the can. And it kind of gives you a bitterness at the end. So one of the things that I've noticed with these Milkshake IPAs is that last swig out of the can. I try to get it into my cup and mix it up a little bit to lose some of that um, to lose some of that just it's almost like an acidity from it at the end but um energy city brewings pineapple nawi milkshake ipa 4.25 on untapped absolutely phenomenal um definitely encourage you guys if you're in the area if you have a way to get your hands on some of that do it because it's worth every penny and definitely um, I haven't tried any of the other ones yet, but I'm going to assume that if the pineapple was that good, that hopefully the, the peach and a couple other ones that are out there are just as good. So um, now we got a little bit of a downer and Hot Butcher, I love you guys. You know, two out of three is not bad. I can't complain. Um, one of the things I actually reached out to a buddy of mine that actually works at a brewery in San Diego I won't put out the name of the brewery right now because I don't want to say anything to him, you know, make him look bad for talking smack because he wasn't. He was just giving me kind of some insight into some of these um, New England style IPAs, IPAs in general. And one of the things that he said is that he's seen sometimes where people will get one of the first few um, cans off of a batch and they have a, a deep acidity to them. That doesn't transpire throughout the rest of the batch. It's kind of like once that initial, um, those couple initial cans come off the line, it kind of smooths out. Well, I don't know this to be the fact, but the second brew, or actually the third brew in this uh, porch bomb from Andrew, was unlicensed nuclear react, unlicensed nuclear reactor, <clears throat> unlicensed nuclear accelerator. I forget what it's called exactly, but it's a hop butcher. And Bottle Logic collab, and it was terrible. I just I forced it down. I it was so 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 acidic that it literally burned my throat as I was drinking it. And I just you know because of the nature of where it came from and what it was, I stubbornly finished it. 
but it it was genuinely one of those beers that I would have poured down the sink, you know, and and it sucks because having talked to Andrew about it, he didn't have the same experience, you know, and again, we all have very different palates. Some of us are able to handle certain um, flavors and profiles and certain ingredients better than others, and it could be me personally, but I just... I was super disappointed because I had heard good things about it. You know, it has a rating of over 4.0 on untapped. So, but I did come across a few that were low ratings, 2.0s, 2.5s, things like that. And the one thing that I kind of saw that, that came across was harshness, acidity was, a, was some of the ones that had lower ratings. I was getting kind of that same feedback and it just, I was bummed, you know, because I really wanted to like it and it just didn't do it for me, you know? Um, it was very, very rough, you know, and it, it just, the acidity it was, it was so, so super acidic. Like I said, it literally burned my throat going down, you know, and it just, I couldn't get any flavors from it because it was so strong and it just didn't. And it's, and we're not talking about a strong brew. We're talking about a 7% ABV IPA. You know, we're not talking about anything that's super crazy, 11%, 15%, nothing like that. This is a regular you know, I don't want to call it a regular, but this is a very common, you know, ABV beer, nothing that's that to be expected to be super acidic or crazy over the top or anything like that. So I was definitely bummed by that. So unlicensed nuclear reactor from Hot, Bo- uh, Hot Butcher and Bottle Logic, 2.0 on untapped. Um, I probably would have honestly rated it lower had it not been for where it came from because I gave it the benefit of the doubt and the fact that I potentially could have gotten a bad can or something could have happened. It was um, canned on 1218. So one of the things that the buddy of mine from San Diego told me as well is that sometimes um, with brewers like that, it may have needed a little bit more time actually in the can. It might have been too new, you know, too young, and I could have used a little bit more time. But I've always been one of those, especially with IPAs, that you try to drink them as soon as you can. So moving on. The second hot butcher offering in the porch bomb. So we had the um, Le Joux from Alarmist Brewing, 5.8% ABV, New England style IPA. Phenomenal, 4.75 on untapped. Energy City Brewing, Pineapple Nawi Milkshake IPA, 4.25 on untapped. Fantastic. I believe it was 7.2% ABV. Wonderful. Then we got the uh, Unlicensed Nuclear Reactor, 7% ABV. IPA and uh, just not a not a fan. 2.0 on Untapped. Now we move on to Test Your Might, another collaboration with um, Hot Butcher and Bottle Logic. Mm, almost done with that. So good. And now a little redemption here. So I rated this one a 4.0 on Untapped, 11.5% Imperial Stout. Test Your Might. I loved it. I was extremely happy with it. Um, when I first broke it open, it was ice, ice cold. And as with most stouts, you know, as the temperature raised in the glass, the flavors became more dominant. But it was super, super roasty, caramely, just, um, it had a very creamy mouthfeel to it with. Light but creamy, if that makes sense. So what I mean by almost maybe oily a little bit, but in a good way, not anything bad. It just had a 
a weighted mouthfeel to it that made it seem thicker than it really was. Dark, dark, dark out of the can. I mean, it's literally like pouring motor, motor oil into the glass, but it was absolutely delicious. And it only improved with temperature. So the warmer it got, the better it got. 11.5% again, Imperial Style Hot Butcher and Bottle Logic collaboration. Fantastic. If you guys can get your hand on some Tester Mite, do it. You will not regret it. It was a great, great, great brew. I'm actually, I'm very excited by it. Would definitely love to try it again. Um, look forward to those potentially down the line. Fantastic. Just really, really good brew. Then we move on to Double Blazed. You know, Double Blazed was the last of the five that he sent, which was fantastic. And you guys have gotten my feedback kind of about that so far. Phenomenal, phenomenal brew. I mean, creamsicle on a can, just can't beat it. 5.01 untapped. There's nothing about this brew that I would change. I'm thrilled. So let's talk about... It's only comical that I got these brews from Andrew up in Chicago and my Eagles just played the Bears on Sunday with a controversial win. <laughs> so let's talk about the Bears and the Eagles a little bit. Now, all of you Chicagoites, Chicagoans, Chicagoese, whatever the heck you guys want to be called, forgive me, I love you guys. Um, <clears throat> stop beating Cody Parkey up so bad. So we all know, and at this point it's become common knowledge, that the kick was partially blocked. So give the guy a break. It's not his fault. It's not his fault that the line was not able to hold back the defenders and somebody actually got a finger on the ball, which changed its direction and caused the double doink that everybody's you know beating the poor kid up about. At the end of the day, am I happy that the Eagles moved on? Absolutely. Am I happy in the way in which we did it? No way, because it was, I mean, you never want a game to come down to the last second, you know, and to have something like that where, you know, it's a, I said, if Doug Peterson hadn't hadn't called a timeout, we would have been, we would have had our walking papers, but they called the timeout at the last second, Cody hit the kick, go on and do the kick a second time, the kick's partially blocked, and he doesn't make it, and we move on, so just about a game of chance and taking making the right decisions at the right time. So I'm excited. Can't wait to see what happens this weekend with the Eagles and the Saints. Crazy thing is I was born in New Orleans, so I'm actually a Saints fan as well. But much more predominantly an Eagles fan. Um, as uh, growing up in that area of the, of the United States was m- much more a part of my life than we were only in, Saint, uh, in New Orleans for you know maybe a year of my life. Family still lives there. Have a lot of people in the area. So who dat? What it's all about. I will be happy regardless of the outcome. But I, of course, to be truthful, I want my Eagles to win and move on under Foles and have another year where Foles steps in and just kicks ass and we end up going to the Super Bowl and taking it home. It would be great to have two in a row. Highly unlikely, especially for the Eagles, because I've been brought to tears <clears throat> over the years with the Eagles. So... Just uh, appreciate you guys so much. We are over. At this point, this is episode 11. Hasn't even released yet. I'm about to put it out now. We're over 20,000 views. 20,000 plays, guys. 20,000 plays. That means each one of my podcasts, there's 10 episodes out right now, have gotten almost 2,000 listens. There are some that are higher. Got a couple that are in 25, 2600 range, and then we've got some that are still in the high, mid to high thousands. But I'm just, I don't even know what to say. Like, I am beyond amazed at the outpouring 
of support and just you guys listening to the podcast, enjoying it, having a good time. I'm just me. I'm just trying to be real, talk to you guys about beer, enjoy it. Um, definitely got some some uh, guests coming on the show in the next, next few weeks. It's been a little bit of a pain in the butt trying to schedule people, so that's why we haven't had more on recently. But coming up this weekend on Saturday, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Fest at Funky Buddha. So we'll have some live coverage from there. It'll be a phenomenal event. It's actually from 12 to 5 p.m. on Saturday, um, the 12th of January. And then the following weekend on the 19th, we have Trench Day up at Due South Brewing in Boynton Beach. Um, looking forward to both of those phenomenal events. And then the day after my birthday on February 2nd is actually going to be Wakefest at Jay Wakefield down in Miami. And I am thrilled with that because that's hopefully that's going to be a birthday present for me. And I'm going to be able to... Uh, provide some porch bombs from that bad boy after that one of the ones that andrew had specifically asked me for was jay wakefield and actually took a ride down there on new year's eve and they were closed for a private event so i was bummed to death because i'm not exactly i'm not super far away about 45 minutes but it's far enough that i should have called in advance and i didn't and when i got there after driving 45 minutes and to be told unfortunately we don't have uh we're closed for a private event i was like really you gotta be kidding me (laughs) so Appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to episode 12, which is coming on Friday. And uh, drink responsibly. Enjoy. See you next time. Later.